0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of morning news.
1: From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative.
0: From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, August 20th, 2020. The saliva-based test for COVID-19 pioneered by researchers at the University of Illinois has been approved for use by the Food and Drug Administration. Officials hope that the rapid five- to six-hour turnaround time the test offers will decrease the chance of virus spread while patients are waiting for results. The university's saliva test is also less invasive than the widespread nasal swab test, which can be uncomfortable or painful. The university hopes to offer the test at low cost, to schools and care facilities in the state, and eventually nationwide. The University of Illinois has released two new smartphone apps to assist students returning this week. WPGU's Mac Dudley has more.
1: The University of Illinois has introduced new apps for students to use, the Safer Illinois app and the Main Illinois app, available on both iPhone and Android. The Safer Illinois app was developed as a way to assist students with campus COVID-19 regulations and provides users with coronavirus testing results, reminds them of scheduled testing times, and will become a mechanism for students to enter university buildings by displaying their current testing status. The university strongly encourages all students to download and utilize the Safer Illinois app in order to keep campus environment healthy and informed, as it will be useful in contact tracing, warning users of possible exposure to the virus, and managing health and wellness. In addition, the main Illinois app has been developed as a consolidation of previous university applications, providing campus resources such as events, dining, athletics, Illini Cash, laundry, and My Illini access, making it easier for users to navigate through university life. For WPGU News, I'm Mac Dudley signing off.
0: United States Senator from California Kamala Harris officially accepted the nomination for vice president on the Democratic ticket last night. She joins former Vice President Joe Biden's bid for the White House. The pair sparred on the debate stage in January, though Harris has been the presumptive choice since the Biden campaign's announcement that he would seek a female vice president. The nomination was made on the third night of this year's Democratic National Convention, held virtually, and was headlined by speeches from Harris, Senator Elizabeth Warren, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, and former President Barack Obama. The European Union convened an emergency meeting yesterday to discuss the unrest in Belarus that has erupted in the wake of the controversial and hotly contested presidential election last week. Following massive outbreaks of riots in the capital city of Minsk over a litany of accusations that incumbent President Alexander Lukashenko engaged in election rigging, the Belarusian government has carried out an expansive crackdown against opposition protesters and, as of Wednesday, has arrested more than 7,000 people. The crackdown has largely been condemned by international observers, but Russian President Vladimir Putin has expressed support for Lukashenko and pledged to provide security forces to assist in quelling the protests. Despite warnings from Moscow to ease pressure on Lukashenko, EU officials have pressed forward with diplomatic action against Belarus and announced on Friday that they would be imposing sanctions against top Belarusian officials and will continue to urge the government to hold another election to determine the validity of the results. Chicago Cubs faced off with the St. Louis Cardinals in a doubleheader Wednesday at Wrigley Field in a showdown between division rivals. The two teams split the games on the day, with the Cardinals winning Game 1 9-3, while the Cubs won Game 2 4-2. These games were the last of a five-game series between the top two teams in the NL Central. The Cardinals were able to get to Cubs starting pitcher Alec Mills early in the first game of the day, with Cardinals first baseman Matt Carpenter hitting a grand slam in the first inning. Cardinals third baseman Brad Miller and shortstop Tommy Edmond each tacked on two RBIs in the Cardinals' win. The Cubs bounced back from their Game 1 loss with a 4-2 win in the second game of the day. Cubs starter Adbert Alzoe went five innings and allowed one run, while Cardinals starting pitcher Johan Oviedo went five innings and allowed two earned runs. The game was tied at two heading into the final inning when Cubs third baseman David Bodie hit a two-run single to break the tie. The Cardinals are now 6 and 7 and the Cubs are 16 and 8. For WPGU news, I'm Justin Malone.